Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan-sided daily DDT. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy Cruz. How about yourself, brother? Doing good, man. Kick a plane. We are, you know, coming off the 2023 Royal Rumble, which you were in attendance uh, in San Antonio, Texas, the Alamo Dome. So before we get into the actual event, talk about how the actual experience was, flight going there, the, the, the whole atmosphere. This was your first time ever in San Antonio and the Alamo Dome. And then the overall Royal Rumble event. Yeah, it was cool. It was a fun weekend. It just breezed by. Um, I was there for a few days. And uh, yeah, this is my first time in San Antonio, second time in Texas. I was in Dallas for Mania last year and loved it. I thought Texas was really cool. So I was excited to go back in the area for Rumble weekend. My first Rumble weekend in five years. I was there when Nakamura won Philly five years ago. So to be back for the Rumble was really cool. The first Triple H Rumble um, did not disappoint. The Rumble matches themselves, I did not think were the greatest of all time. I mm-hmm. thought they were good rumbles. Had the right winners, though. Um, I thought they had the right winners. And the overall show was fine. The undercard matches weren't great. The pitch black match, the Raw Women's Championship match were very forgettable. The mm-hmm. main event was good. Um, what got people really talking was that post-match angle that really had people buzzing all weekend. Everyone I talked to was like, oh, what's Sami Zayn going to do? Is he going to turn on the bloodline? Will they turn on him? Will he be the one to take the championship from Roman Reigns? Should he be the one to take the championship from Roman Reigns? We'll get into that. But, um, yeah, the overall show was good. Um, great atmosphere from WWE. Uh, just got to do a lot of random stuff. I actually had fucking, not not just the two of us. It was a bunch of other people. It was like an event that was going on. But I had dinner with Big E on Friday, which was very random. Um, really? He was, yeah, he was the fucking man. It was some sort of dinner they were doing for their new recruits that they're hiring, like the sport athletes, whatever. And mm-hmm. I was just there as part of the media with a few other media people. Um, and then my girlfriend was there and then a couple other people that work for the company. So it wasn't exactly, it wasn't just the two of us, but it was like probably about 20 people total. I was at the same table as him with about seven other people. And I talked to him for like two hours about the most random shit. So nice. uh, he's fucking awesome. So that was cool. But yeah, no, it was a great weekend in San Antonio. The pay-per-view was cool and I'm uh, looking forward to what's next. Say it, babe. Big time shout out to Big E. Uh, before we go further, you can find Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Uh, great work for both Bleacher Report and Fan Sided Daily DDT. Myself, Randy J. Cruz, R E N D Y, letter J C R U Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also on TikTok at two out of three falls pie. We posted some clips of the shows, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, show some love and support to the program. So, Graham, um, I did see a Royal Rumble live as it happened. Um, not a not a bad event. I thought I thought it was pretty good. You mentioned that the, the Rumble matches were solid. Kind of, um, you know, if we, if we did a, a preview show that week, we probably would have said both Cody Rose and likely Rhea Ripley was going to win um, those matches. The in between joints with the with the pitch black, I was like, listen, I love Bray, you know, I love Bray, mm-hmm. but it's like some, it's like every time this uh, a certain match gets pumped up and it's brand new or whatever, and, and it happens, is is I don't think it, it it goes according to plan, and I don't think that's his fault. It's like how can you have a pitch black match and it's fucking glow in the dark? I don't know, but this hey that that's over now, but I think the story with Uncle Howdy continues to 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 grow. Uh, as as it pertains going to WrestleMania, uh, Bianca is still a Raw Women's Champion. We uh, Roman Reigns is still the undisputed heavyweight champion, defeating Kevin Owens. But the whole bloodline stuff happening. But I want to start off with uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, first time back in a few months, torn pec. 
Uh, he, we we both said if you know coming into the rumble, he will probably come in between ten and twenty. That was our guess. We were both fucking wrong with that. All right, <laughs> so he came yep. number thirty. And I want to ask you: we we saw the vignettes. We knew we knew he was coming back. Uh, they spoiled that surprise. Then we're like, all right, now he's at number thirty. But gets a 10, 15, 20-minute impromptu match with Gunther at the end. Uh, were you happy with how they portrayed his comeback, knowing that we knew it was coming? He's he's at number 30, but then he gets a, a fucking wrestling match after that for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was weird that they had the babyface went from 30, and then the heel went from number one for the women. I thought that was very odd. Didn't, like, bother mm. me. Um, I wouldn't have done it that way personally, but it made Rhea look like a badass. And I don't really know what the justification was behind putting Cody at 30. Because I know he had said to Ariel Hawani after the show, oh, I just got cleared today. So maybe they were worried that he wasn't ready. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a little scary that, I mean, I would assume that they, I mean, he says he got cleared that day. I assume they expected him to be cleared because otherwise, why the fuck would you advertise him for the match? Exactly. They didn't know for a fact he'd be in it. But um, yeah, the impromptu match was great. It reminded me a lot. I'm sure you'll appreciate this. The, the match that we kind of got at the end of the Rumble in 07 with Sean and Taker. Um, I think that was also in the Alamo Dome, if not in Texas. I don't know if it was in the Alamo Dome, but I'm pretty sure it was in Texas in 07. Um, that was a great impromptu match. Jericho and Sheamus at the end of the 2012 Rumble as well. So we haven't I think seen that it. was in the uh, the Spurs Arena, the, the smaller one. In oh, Arena. okay. In 07. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, I know they were in the Alamo Dome in 2017. Um, okay, that makes more sense that they weren't there in 07. But uh, mm. still, yeah, so they had that and uh, reminded me of that. It was a great impromptu match. It made Cody look great. People were still very into him. I know some fans were kind of worried going into the weekend. Oh, how will fans respond? Will he still be over? Will they boo? Because it's not Sami Zayn. I'm glad Sami Zayn wasn't in it. I was skeptical on paper. Like, okay, they're putting the Rumble match on first. That is a little weird. But they saved that great angle for the end, which was better than you know, anything else in the entire show with Sammy Zane and the bloodline. But right. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad Cody won. And like you said, both him and Rhea, it was predictable. But I've been saying this for the last week or two that we've had so many predictable winners over the years for the WWE Royal Rumble matches where it wasn't someone who I wanted to win. Like it was predictable. Roman Reigns would win back in 2015 and Batista would win in 2014. Nobody fucking wanted that and they still gave it to us. So I'm glad we had an instance where it was pre- predictable, but for the right reasons. Predictability isn't always a bad thing. And it mm-hmm. wasn't in either of these cases, in my opinion, because it made the most sense for both of these people to advance to WrestleMania upon winning the Rumble. I think the last, I could be wrong. The last time I seen the Rumble and was kind of shocked at the winner, I think it was when Orton won it. Because I don't think anybody knew or had any indication of oh, Randy Orton. Like he's been here twenty years. Why would he need a fucking Rumble match? Yeah, he, yeah. He kind of felt Nakamura was going to win uh, that year. Uh, I, I maybe okay, maybe Edge. Did, did we think Edge was going to win when he won? A couple of years ago, I think he was the odds-on favorite. I think cause I remember he came back or he announced that he was entering the match like days before the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he entered the match, where I think most of us thought we, I could go back and check my own shit, but I think we all thought, okay, Edge is winning. Because why would they bring him back days before the Rumble? Why would he even be in the Rumble if he wasn't going to win it? Yeah. And this whole thing at that point was, I'm coming back to win a championship I never lost. It made for a great story, and it was a great story. The whole match with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan being in there and whatever, um, it was great. So, yeah, people expected Edge to win. Drew, people wanted to win. 
but I don't know if anyone really like fully expected it just because at that point, Drew was still like a mid carder. He really was. He was probably the last star they made with a rumble match. Yeah. One of the only stars they made with a rumble match in the last 10 years, Nakamura, they tried to make, but he never really sustained at that level. Uh, McIntyre did though. He stayed at that level and he's still a main eventer to this day. So he was like the last, to me, the last real surprising, pleasantly surprising winner that we got beyond that. It's been very predictable for the past, I mean, really has been for the entire Rumble history, but especially for the last 15, 20 years or so. Right. So now Cody Rhodes uh, officially picked Roman Reigns for WrestleMania, which we kind of felt was going to happen anyway. On the woman's side, Rhea picked Charlotte. Um, again, if you're on social media, you would think in the dream match was Rhea and Bianca, but there is some history with Rhea and Charlotte Flair going back to the, the WrestleMania 36 um, indoors. So, um, this is kind of payback time, retaliation for Rhea Ripley. I think uh, I would I would say she goes over at WrestleMania. Um, but were you surprised that she picked Charlotte, or did you want Rhea and Bianca? Both, actually. I wanted that match, and I was yeah. surprised that they didn't go with that match. But I wasn't upset though. And upon thinking about it more since Raw on Monday, I'm honestly kind of glad they did that because the only other way that it would have done it, especially coming out of the Rumble, when the Women's Rumble happened, one of the best parts of that match. One of the best parts of the entire show, aside from the show ending, was Asuka coming back, repackaged, new face paint, looking like her old self from Japan, Kana, her alter ego or last name, Mm -hmm. whatever, coming back, wrecking house, cleaning house in the Rumble, and coming in third. Uh, She wasn't the runner-up. That was Liv Morgan, but she did come in third, and um, she looks fucking awesome. You know, Asuka has desperately needed that refresh for a long time, and she teased it on Twitter and on Instagram a couple of months ago. I didn't think they would actually do it. This would have never fucking happened with Vince. Vince liked the clown version of Asuka where she's dancing around with the... I just hated that shit. I, that, that shit bothered me to no end. Asuka is amazing, but they really have watered her down in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that refresh was great. Now I'm like ex- super excited for whatever she does next. Well, I know I bring that up because as soon as I saw that, I'm thinking, okay, this woman has to be in a title match at WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley is winning the Rumble, but Asuka should be in the other match. So to me, it was really it really came down to Bianca and Rhea and then Asuka and Charlotte. I mean, you could have someone else in that spot. Ronda Rousey, we haven't seen her since she lost the championship to Charlotte at the end of December. No fucking clue if she's coming back, when she's coming back, what she'll be doing at Mania. No idea. Uh, Maybe she'll be in the tag team title match. I don't really even care at this point. I would hope they don't put her in the match. I could see a scenario where they end up putting um, Ronda in the women's chamber because we have one more. There's. Two spots open in the women's chamber with the with the match with the winner of that match advancing the mania to face Bianca for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. I could see Ronda taking one of those spots, one of the whole thing. I really hope not. Bianca and Ronda would be a fresh feud. I just I don't know. I think Oscar would be. I mean, we have seen Oscar and Belair before, but not this version of Oscar, who's white hot coming off of the Rumble. So anyway, Rhea picking Charlotte to me makes more sense in retrospect. Because people were like, all right, Asuka wants revenge for Charlotte beating her at Mania and ending her undefeated streak five years ago. Yeah, I mean, that is a good story and all. But Asuka, I think a lot of people have forgotten, has since beaten Charlotte many fucking times since then. So it's not as if she's never beaten her. Whereas with Rhea Ripley, this woman has never fucking beaten Charlotte. She beat her for the NXT Women's Championship at Mania 36 three years ago. To think it was that long ago was crazy, but... You know, they did that then. She beat her for the Raw Women's Championship back in 2021. They didn't run it back after that either. She never got her win over that woman. The roles are reversed now. Charlotte's a face. Rhea's a heel. Mm -hmm. Put Rhea on SmackDown. They could use her. 
I love it. Honestly, I think it's really, really cool. Um, I'm glad they're revisiting that story. And I would fucking hope with Triple H in charge, Rhea Ripley wins. You can never be too sure, but I would be mm-hmm. shocked if she lost because that would be insanely dumb. I mean, I think she would have to go over. Um, I mean, and I Charlotte got- won last year too. I mean, it feels like Charlotte wins every other <laughs> year as well. Like, literally, if you look at her record, she wins one year, she loses the next. Like, yeah. it's incredible how that happens. She lost or she won when she probably shouldn't have last year against Ronda Rousey. And uh, I think she'll probably lose this year to Rhea Ripley as she as she should. So we had that, and I guess if you were a guessing Betty man, you 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 would pencil in Oscar and Bianca because we already got. I I assume they're aiming with Becky and and, and Bailey for WrestleMania, so they're going to be out. I don't know actually because they're having their steel cage match next week on Raw. Mm. That to me it feels like the end of the feud because they've been feuding since like November when Becky came back in the women's War Games match. I think to stretch it out any longer would be overkill. They've had, you know, they had that good match on Raw about a month ago. They're going to have their rematch this coming week. Maybe Becky wins. I mean, I guess if they wanted to drag it out, that would be fine. I don't really care to see it. Um, I'm probably only one of five people that wants to see this at this point. But I think Becky and Ronda could still be somewhat of an attraction for Mania. I, like I said, I don't really care if Ronda comes back at this point. Her most recent run was very underwhelming. Um, but at least her and Becky one-on-one would be somewhat fresh you know, wrap up that feud from four years ago. I don't know what you do with Bailey. I don't think they really honestly see her as much of a priority. Becky is a priority though. She's the biggest Mm -hmm. female star in the entire company. I love Bianca. I love, you know, all these other women, but I think Becky's still probably their biggest women star, especially with Sasha being gone. She needs to be at WrestleMania. Um, Her and Bailey would be fine, but you would have to drag out the feud for another two fucking months. Um, No fucking thanks. So I'm just hoping she either faces Ronda or does something else of note. Uh, I don't think she should be in either title match, though. Becky's already done it to death with Bianca and Charlotte. Yeah. She should be doing something else on Mania this year. I don't know. I think if you, if you get Rhea and Charlotte, Becky and Ronda, you could do Bailey and, and, and Bianca or Oscar, Bianca, or triple threat with Bianca, Oscar, and, and Bailey just to get them all involved. I don't know, but I think it's very interesting because I didn't know they were doing the steel cage on, on Monday because if that happens... Um, who goes over? Who who who's gonna benefit more from going over? I think if Bailey if Bailey was to win, that's where you start to say, listen, I I can be now in contention for the championship because you know Oscar, yeah, she did a thing in the Rumble, but how does she overjump everybody right now? Well, Oscar, she's in the women's chamber match, so if she wins that, she gets an automatic title shot at WrestleMania. Right. Um, I know she wouldn't have exactly earned it otherwise, but if she's in the chamber and she wins it as she should, which I don't think she's ever won a chamber match before, she's been in the chamber. I don't know if she's ever won it. Um, so that would make sense. And then the other thing with Bailey, I think Becky beats Bailey next week because they uh-huh. already had, like I said, one other match on Raw about a month ago, right before Christmas, and Bailey won that one via you know interference, cheating, whatever. Yeah, they were supposed to have the steel cage match at the Raw 30 show last week. And I think it was said that Becky was they actually canceled it due to time constraints. So they advertised it and then bumped it, which was really shitty. Um, But I think Becky was said to be going over in that match. I don't think this is any different. I think they'll just be applying what they were going to do in the last match to this one. I think Becky wins. They could have if Bailey wins, then the feud continues through Mania, which I don't really care to see. But that's just me. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need a six month feud out of it. It's, it's a good feud, but it's not that interesting where we need that long of a feud. Um, but I think Becky wins, and it's over. 
if Bailey were to win and then say, oh, I want to be in championship contention, I don't think either woman should be in championship contention. You've seen Becky and Bianca a lot in the last two years. And even Bailey and Bianca, they did that for like four months in late 2022 uh, with the debut of Damage Control. And yeah. Bianca beat Bailey every fucking time on pay-per-view. So um, no real reason to run that back either. I think both women should be out of the title picture, at least on the Raw side for the foreseeable future. Listen, I love your idea of Ronda in the chamber. I'm, I'm thinking about it as you're talking. I'm like, it, listen, she's never been in. She's never been in one. No, it reminds me of the fucking octagon. True. Yeah. And it's like, hey, like her and Bianca could be a nice match. But do you think at a WrestleMania, I, I mean, Ronda, Ronda left as a heel, correct? Yeah, she was a heel. So her and Bianca would make sense, but it's just like. But would Ronda's, they would they make two heels go over the same in the same time frame? Rhea as their heel. Oh yeah. And then oh yeah, they Ronda. absolutely would. Yeah. They yeah, have they'll to. make both heels go over. They have to because we have two we have two uh, women's champions right now that are babyface. Mm. I mean, Asuka, honestly, Asuka, she's a face. I don't even really know. She might be a twin. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I, I don't really face. know. But um, yeah, they could absolutely have Ronda win. And then have you know Rhea have just won the Rumble as well. I, yeah, it's it's not like they're both winning in the same show. It's not like you're having two heels win both Royal Rumbles, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I think the the most the best part of the night. Um, I think in in a very long time, you know me, Grant. I watch it today. Some things excite me. Some some don't. And then everybody was saying like, how are they gonna end this? How are they gonna go go forward? How are we gonna you know extend it? And I think. We knew Roman was going to be Kevin Owens. Uh, just kind of figure out how and what was going to happen. And, you know, celebrations going on. And all of a sudden, this whole Sami, Sami Zayn thing is going on. And, um, and and you're watching. I know it's different, different for you because you were there live in the building. But watching at home is like, okay, how the fuck are we going to get from this to the, the, the possible Sami and Roman at chamber to – all that kind of, and maybe KO and Sammy and Usos at, at WrestleMania. But I, I don't think they could have done a better job than, than, than what they did. Um, they handcuffed fucking Kevin Owens. They beat the shit out of Kevin Owens. Um, Roman Reigns would just like that top dog. Like I, I'm, I'm the guy right now. You got to do what the fuck I tell you to do. And Sammy was like, listen, family, like, <laughs> you, you, it's done. It's yeah. Done. Why why are we doing this? And I think the way you made Sammy into more like a sympathetic character, and then it just it brought you back to the shield. Roman turned his back, uh, steel chair to the back, crowd went crazy. Graham, yeah. I thought it would have been crazy in the building, but on TV, I was like, holy shit, I was a crazy pop. But then it's like nobody thought Jay was gonna walk out either. That's the interesting part. Like, oh shit! Like now we're yes. gonna further extend this. Now could it be bullshit? We don't know. But he yeah. walked out on Roman. Now it got everybody. Now it has everybody thinking: Are we gonna have a tag match at WrestleMania? Are we gonna? What are we doing? But I think for the time being, you couldn't have ended that storyline any better. And I, I want to commend them because that's probably the best thing I've seen on TV in a, in a in a fucking long time. But now it got me and you thinking: Like, oh, what's next? No, listen, I completely agree. And I'm glad you said that, too, because especially coming from you, where I know you're the biggest Attitude Era fan in the world, <laughs> the current product is not the greatest, and I agree with that. Coming from you, that's high praise, because you don't praise any, you don't praise just anything. So I got to give you credit for that, which goes to show you how great of an ending and how great of a storyline yeah. this has been. 
honestly, I mean, again, you can and, and you can disagree or anyone can disagree, but as other people have said, this has got to be their best story in the last 10, 15, 20. I don't, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't remember a story this great. And they've done some great stuff. The Daniel right. Bryan stuff years ago. Which yes. was, but they kind of fell into that because it, they didn't do that on purpose. Let's, let's put it that way. Mm. Um, you know, the CM Punk storyline, which they fucking butchered at the end with the summer of punk and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is still the best storyline I have seen in the entire time I've been watching wrestling, which is only 15 years. A lot other people are a lot longer, but I've only been watching 15 years. Easily the best storyline of that entire time frame. And especially since before then as well. Maybe since Triple H Batista in 05, that was a great story. But I don't know, man. This has been in the works for so long. And this has had so many great twists and turns that have made sense. And they've added Solo to the story. They've added Sammy. Um, you thought they were going to turn on Sammy fucking four or five months ago. And they mm-hmm. dragged it on for this long. And Triple H taking over when he did could not have happened at a better time. Sammy would have been booted from the bloodline if he would have even joined six months ago. Vince was still in charge. But they've kept it going. It hasn't gotten stale. Every week is must-see. Raw and especially SmackDown are must-see because of the storyline. And I'm excited to see how it culminates. And I have enough faith in Triple H's booking, which is not perfect by any means, that he will pay it off properly at WrestleMania. As far as where we go from here, listen, I've seen a lot of theories. And some of them aren't dumb. I mean, a lot of them make sense. Mm. Anyone saying that Sammy should be the one to beat Roman Reigns for the championship? Listen, we could have far worse options than Sami Zayn being the one to beat Roman Reigns. I could, we could see fucking Jinder Mahal. There's my obligatory Jinder Mahal shot. Yeah, man, stop picking on Jinder, man. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. You and you and Dolph Ziggler too. Stop picking. On yeah, Ziggler. Dolph. Same thing. Like if you know someone like that or whatever. All right, that's awful. But listen, Sami Zayn is great. To me, it's still Cody Rhodes. I've said it for the last year. It's got to be Cody Rhodes. And I won't go into an entire. T- I could talk for like an hour about this, but I'll just, mm. I'll just say this quickly. And that I think with Roman Reigns and Cody, whoever beats Roman Reigns has got to be the guy. Not for forever. He's not the next John Cena. But we need a good, decent reign from whoever beats Roman Reigns. And the guy they're going to build around beyond Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns may not be as... I mean, he's not even really all that active now. But, like, we need a fighting champion, someone that is a believable champion for a number of months. I don't want to say Sami Zayn isn't that guy. Because, listen, gender again. Kofi Kingston, who I love... Um, other people have gotten six-month WWE title reigns. C- fucking Sammy could have a year-long title reign, and I don't think it would really matter if that's the criteria that we're going off of. But Sammy, to me, I don't want to say he's like Daniel Bryan that he got over in a, in a big way, but Daniel Bryan I could see at a main event level you know, permanently. I don't see Sami Zayn being booked as a main eventer permanently. Would I want to see that? Yeah. I don't think he will be, though. Cody Rhodes is that guy. Cody Rhodes has not been to that level yet. He can be that guy. I could see him being the next Drew, where he went when he wins that championship, he will be at that level. He's not going back down to the mid-card shit or doing tag team stuff or whatever the fuck. I mean, we've seen Drew do that a little bit lately, but he's still one of the biggest stars in the entire company by far. And Cody Rhodes would be no different if you were to beat Roman Reigns. It's a fresh match. They're going to do, and they should, Sammy and Roman Elimination Chamber. And you set this up by doing that match there in Montreal in Sami Zayn's hometown, Sammy loses as other. I didn't come up with this idea. I've, I've seen other people say this, but Jay Uso, after what happened to the Rumble, cost Sammy Zayn the match because ultimately he falls back in line with Roman. And then the match, as it should have been, as people have been saying for fucking months now, myself included, it's got to be the Usos versus Sammy and Owens at WrestleMania. People have been saying for a little while, oh, the tag titles don't feel big enough for Sammy to win. It should be the world title. 
motherfucker. The Usos have been champion for like two years now. It's yeah. going to be a big deal. He's not winning the 24-7 championship at WrestleMania. That is a massive deal. The entire story with Sami Zayn has revolved around not even the bloodline, but him and Jey Uso and him and Kevin Owens. Not him and Roman Reigns, to be honest with you. It's mm-hmm. really about those two people. And the way you get to that story is by doing the tag team title match at WrestleMania. So, listen, I don't think people will boo Cody because he's not Sami Zayn. It's not the same thing from 2014, 2015. This is totally different. Sami will be fine. Maybe he gets a world title match down the road and he wins it. I think Cody Rhodes is the guy to go with right now. He won the Rumble. Don't make it a fucking triple threat. Don't dilute it. Have him beat Roman Reigns. Move on from there. Maybe he turns heel and Sammy beats him down the road. There's a lot of ways you can go with it from there. For right now, the one to beat Roman Reigns, to me, has got to be Cody Rhodes. And that last sentence you mentioned, I'm going to get to that in a hot second. Okay. I was going to bring it up. But when you mentioned Jay Uso costing Sami Zayn the title at um at Chamber, do you think or would you have Jay call Sami Zayn on purpose to realign with Roman Reigns or him by mistake wanting to help Sami Zayn, but then he fucks up and it's like, oh shit, I fucked up Sami Zayn. And then Sami Zayn gets mad at him. Then we get a tag team match at WrestleMania. Which 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 one would you rather see? That's a good question. I would rather see him do it on purpose because I think the story with Jay is that he has... He's rebelled against Roman, but the story this whole time has been, regardless of how much he doesn't want to be with Roman, he'll always fall in line because that's the family way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense if he ultimately broke away. I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't make sense. But I think for the match at Mania, to mean as much as it does, if you have a... I mean, you said Sammy gets mad at Jay and we get the tag match out of that. I mean, that that's fine, too. I think for it to really pack a punch, Jay has got to now betray Sammy. Sammy betrayed Roman. Jay will now betray Sammy. And I feel like you have to have that hatred. And that, that that ultimately, that ultimately is what's going to bring Kevin and Sammy together officially. Sammy's not going to have any brethren or any friends or any, you know, allies in the bloodline, whether that be Roman, Solo, Jay, Jimmy, Paul, whoever, it doesn't matter. None of them will like him at the end of this storyline. That includes Jay. Jay's on his side for now. But I think for this to really pack a punch, hmm. you have to show that Jay and Sammy are not friends. Jay doesn't give a fuck. About, I mean, he gives a fuck about him now. But he's going to side with his family, and Sammy's going to side with his family. And his family is Kevin Owens. So I think yeah. if you have Jay accidentally cost him the win, then it's like, oh, I don't really want to face to a mania. You don't really – it's kind of a weird dynamic. I feel it really have that face team, heel team, which you don't always need. But in this story, I think you do. The Usos got to go full-on heel, as Jimmy already is. Jay's not. And then do the swerve with Jimmy. That's why I think they did what they did with uh, Jay at the end of the Royal Rumble to make it mean more when he does turn on Sammy in like a month because he sees that Roman is the champion. That's his meal ticket, not Sami Zayn. And his family is his brother and Sami's family is Kevin Owens. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's got to happen. And listen, I didn't forget about that last point you mentioned. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to it. Okay. Uh, booking wise, WrestleMania, does, does, does it mean that you could potentially see night one being the main event, the tag team title match, and then night two being Cody Rhodes and, 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 and Roman. Do you see the woman main events in night one, or do you think it has to be this ending of the, the crumbling of the Roman Empire, the bloodline feud? Night one is tag team title match, and then night two is Cody and, 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 and Roman. I think I said this in like November. Again, I'm not the only one who have said this, but. Listen, I think it is very, very possible that we get that tag title match at WrestleMania in the main event. If you ask me right now, and you just did, what would I do in the main event? Honestly, I would put the tag team title match in the main event. That, to me, is the biggest story right now. It honestly is all a matter of where this, I mean, not where the storyline goes. I hope it goes where I 
just said, I hope it goes, but it's all a matter of how hot the storyline is come mania. I mean, listen, Rhea and Charlotte should be a great match. I didn't give a mm-hmm. fuck about Ronda and Charlotte for the most part last year. I really didn't. So when they, it sucked that they got booted from the main event slot. I feel bad for them. Uh, I mean, then again, they've both had main events at Mania before, so it doesn't really bother me all that much. The women should be in the main, and theoretically, mm-hmm. the women should be in the main event of night one, or one of the nights, doesn't matter. And the the men should be in the main event of the other night with the two Rumble winners, idea, uh, you know, ideally. Right. The thing is, though, is that if you have a storyline that's hotter or a match that's going to be better or a bigger moment, that should go on last. Last year, it was Stone Cold's Return of the Ring, which delivered and was far better than Charlotte versus Ronda. <laughs> I think Charlotte and Ripley has a far better chance of delivering than fucking Charlotte and Ronda. Charlotte and Ronda mm-hmm. don't have bad chemistry, but just for whatever reason, that match last year was not great. Um, Rhea and Charlotte, we know have great chemistry. They had a great match in Mania a couple of years ago. I have never seen them have a bad match. Mm. Um, I think ultimately the tag team title match will go on in the main event. Cause also you have to remember too, we've had women's main events at Mania before and I'm all for that. I would not complain. I'm not at all complaining of Charlotte and Rhea going last. Rhea would absolutely deserve it. She's never been in the main event of Mania. Charlotte has at least once. We've also, you have to remember, never had a tag team title match in the main event of Mania. One tag team match. Right. WrestleMania won, obviously. Um, it would have been so cool if this was Mania 40 because you could say, oh, Mania 1, Mania 40, 40. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. We're one year off. But that wasn't a tag team title match, though. We've never had tag team titles. Honestly, ma- even main event a fucking pay-per-view. I mean, I can't remember the last time. I'm sure they've main evented a pay-per-view. Maybe Backlash 2001 yeah. with uh, the two-man power trip. I'm sure that happened then. Don't call it a hunter. What'd you say? Well, no, it was Stone Cold and Triple H. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When they beat Taker and Kane. I think that was the backlash main event that year. Could be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Otherwise, we haven't had many, if any, tag team title main events, let alone in Mania history. So I feel like that'd be just be more historic. And right now, it's the stronger storyline for as great as Rhea and Charlotte should be. I mean, hey, listen, this could be the year. I think tag team titles should make an event night one. I don't think the story with Bianca and whoever it might be is hot enough. I don't think the story with Rhea and Charlotte is hot or can't even get that hot by the time we get to. Yeah, I was going to say it could get hotter, but I think the tag title stuff is hotter. I agree. Yeah, Um, I did. I did want to get to your point about could Sami Zayn be world champion in the next six months to a year? I I, I think he will. I think what's going to happen and we're both smart to, to, to understand and, and to see things. Cody is okay as a, as, 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 the, as a good guy. He's far better as a heel. I just know eventually. I think he's great at both, to be honest. I think Cody Rhodes can... It, it, option A, he'll be a full-fledged heel by, like, SummerSlam. Or he'll be, like, that heel... Like a John Cena Roman heel where everybody start booing him, but he's oh, I fucking honestly, I hope not because we got that shit in AEW. It, it, towards the end of his run, there he was doing that shit where he was like, "Oh, I'm kind of like John Cena, yeah. where I'm a babyface, but everyone boos me." <laughs> I, I can't even say it worked for. I mean, I guess it worked for Cena to a degree, but for the wrong reasons. And with Roman, he was right. awful. I mean, not not he wasn't awful, but the way that they were ignoring the boos was awful. Triple H ain't dumb. If no. he's if he's getting booed by SummerSlam, they will turn Cody Rhodes heel, and I, I don't even know if it'll happen by then. It's all a matter of like, don't turn Cody until like people are officially booing him. Like if it's a couple of people, don't don't do it because a couple of morons are booing him. There's no right. real reason to boo him right now. 
Um, he's a great baby face, but yes, but I think at absolutely some point, right, at some point, they're gonna they they again at some point they might be forced to do that because people still want Sami Zayn to be world champion. They 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 want him to be the guy to be Roman, which is which he's he's not gonna be the guy. No, and I don't Cody, think he should. To be honest with you, I really don't. And I hear you, but now they see Cody come in, swoop in from injury. Yeah, there's and, a story you could tell there. Yes, right. So Cody gets the title shot, gets the title, and then everybody oh. What about Sami Zayn? And so you might get a, a good six months where it's like, all right, can we get Sami and Cody at SummerSlam for the title? Absolutely. Yeah, I no, I that. was just thinking when you were saying that, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to be back in Canada for a show at some point. Can they do it then? But they're actually going to be in Canada this fucking month for Elimination Chamber. So um, they won't be mm-hmm. back anytime soon for like a major pay-per-view. But I, I keep thinking, yeah, SummerSlam would make sense. I, I just don't like the fact I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just maybe because there hasn't been many big pay per views there. Big pay per views there. I think it was rumored months ago they would be in Detroit for SummerSlam. To me, that does not seem big at all. I apologize. Ew. It just doesn't. I don't know why. Uh, maybe they would be a great crowd. I don't want to. No, no offense to Detroit. I don't know. It feels like their big show. Honestly, you if you want to do that match, maybe you wait to do that match until like Mania. Maybe not Mania next year, but mm. that match should happen because there is a story to tell there. It's all a matter of when Cody gets starts getting booed. He might start getting booed in a month after he wins the title. Fans are fickle. But mm. honestly, if he's getting booed by the summer, do that match at Money in the Bank in England. I feel like those people would go nuts for that match. I feel like that'd be a great Money in the Bank match. But I'm not even saying that it'll happen because I don't know if Cody will be booed by then. I don't want him to get booed by then. But the match should happen whether it's in two months, three months, four months, end of the year, next year. At some point, they should do that match. I completely agree. So, so you would do the one-on-one at Money in the Bank, or maybe have Sami Zayn win the briefcase? I wouldn't have Sami win the briefcase because if he's going to be a babyface by that point, I'd rather go to a heel. I just feel like it's a better heel gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could have him win the briefcase, and then he cashes in on Cody ahead of time. You could totally do that. Um, Sami's always been one of those people that I would lo- I would have loved to have seen win the briefcase. It just he never did, and he still could. Um, yeah, that would work. But again, to me, I'm not I'm not saying Money in the Bank or SummerSlam right now yeah. because we don't know, like I said, when Cody will cool off. You can't predict that stuff. I would only do it when people start to turn on Cody, which could be soon because fans are fickle, like I said. Yeah. Um. Ideally, I would not do it for a long time. I don't think Cody's reign should end anytime soon. Ultimately, I think he should beat Sami Zayn, could beat him, or someone else, like a Seth Rollins who never got his win over Cody. Maybe you could flip the roles there. Rollins is a babyface. Cody's heel. You could tell that story, too. And Rollins hasn't been champion forever. So, and he never got his rematch with Roman. Cody gets a match with Roman, but Rollins never got his rematch. There's a story you could tell there too. So uh, a lot of ways they can go, dude. And Roman hasn't right. even lost. Roman might even fucking win. And then we don't, this doesn't even matter. Oh my God. Roman no way. <laughs> Listen, anything is pot. No, I can't imagine. Oh, I'm serious. Man. Like I've said this to other people and they're like, no, he's going to lose. Listen, he's been champion now for two and a half years. The report for a long time, even when triple H was in charge after he beat drew, it's like we want to make him like the modern-day Bruno San Martino. He'll never be on that level, obviously. But, mm. like, we want to give him a four-year, not exactly a four-year title reign. But if they want him to break some of those records, he won't be champion for seven years. But I could see him being champion for three full years so he can break even more records. Or, not only that, have him break the record for a 1,000 days. Because currently he's at, like, 900 and something. He won't break a 1,000 till the end of April or May or whatever. So just saying, if they really wanted to break that milestone, he will win a mania. I would not do that personally. Having Roman retain three successful manias in a row 
to me, a heel go over in the main event of Mania is fucking terrible. So I would really just have Cody win on the big stage. Because if he doesn't get this moment like Drew, he may never get that moment. Drew lost, that moment's yeah. gone. You're never getting that moment back. That's fine with me because I, I, I literally, when Drew lost, I'm thinking the only way this makes sense is if Cody wins at Mania. If they don't have Cody win at Mania, if they don't have Cody win at Mania, that is fucking dumb to me. So I hope that <laughs> Um, so real quick before I let you go, if if it is over for Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania, it's like I assume he's going to take one crazy vacation, no TV for a hot minute probably a couple months, then it's like, because you also got to think about what do you do with Roman Reigns going forward? Um, not saying he's retiring, but I'm saying like, he, he, he's been doing it for three years, bro. He's, he's, he's been, he's been there, the guy for three years. And it's like, if I'm giving you the belt, I got to take six months off, maybe a year. We don't know how, how would you, and then the, the bloodline will be over by that time. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you bring him back? Cause that's that's one tough character to bring back. Knowing he he's been champion for three years, how do you how would you bring him back? It's all a matter of what the landscape of the company looks like at that point. Because if you have Cody as a heel at that point, again anything can happen. Yeah. Roman could be back as a babyface. He's so great as a heel, you wouldn't really have to change much. You would just have to start out to facing heels, fellow heels. Um, maybe he'll, he'll, back he'll, as a, he'll get that pop too when, when, when he comes. No, back. he will. Like I'm saying, I, it, there will come a time where he will be a babyface again. But I don't want to say, oh, Shield Roman Reigns like goes back to you know, <laughs> he's got to be he's got to be tribal <laughs> chief not. Roman Reigns as a babyface, and I think yeah. that could work. Um, I've always said the. I mean, I can't like I said, I can't really map it out without knowing what the landscape looks like when Roman comes back and how long he's gone for. He could be gone for. I think there's a good chance he's gone for Mania through SummerSlam. I don't want to say a year. Yeah. Unless he's doing like fucking movies or something. I don't think they can go without him for that long. Roman's their biggest star. He mm-hmm. really is. Um, he doesn't need to be and shouldn't be champion the entire time, but he will be back at some point soon. I don't think he'll be gone for that long. They can't afford to have him gone for that long, but um, even on a part-time schedule. But I've always said that with the bloodline stuff, I think a great route to go. Uh, depending on what happens with the Usos and whatever. I don't think the Usos split up. I feel like that'd be dumb. Like main event, Jay Uso's great, but Jay Uso's not even worse, even more so than Sammy. He's not a perennial main eventer. He's just not. People thinking, oh, Jay should beat Roman Reigns. Storyline-wise, that makes sense. It would make for a great moment, but where the fuck do you go from there? Jay Uso is not facing, he's not having pay-per-view main events every month, and I don't think he should anyway. I love Jay Uso. I love the Usos, but they're just not those guys. Anyway, I've always thought that Solo should be the one to take over the bloodline when Roman's not there. And then when Roman comes back, there's kind of like a battle for leadership. Is it Roman? Is it Solo? And they ultimately kick out Roman Reigns from the group. Maybe Roman has to reunite with Seth Rollins to take out the bloodline, kind of kill what he created. So there's a lot of different directions you can go with it, I think. As you're talking, I'm thinking like, all right, what if we get SummerSlam, Cody and Sami Zayn, Cody's world champion, obviously. Roman's out for six months. And somehow, some way, let's say Cody is like a, a dickhead heel. Not just for example. Roman Reigns comes back to help Sami Zayn win the world title. Maybe, but here's the thing: like, come on, Graham, come on. They, they got they got to like kumbaya at some point. They don't have to. Well, to me, they have to. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, though: if Sami Zayn were to win the title, and I agree, I think he should at some point. I think there's more money in him winning just clean, like just yeah. Daniel Bryan clean style. So it means more him winning with like interference is just, 
you know, I, I, but it would make for a good story. So I wouldn't hate that, but I do think Sammy's in, I don't think he needs Roman. Um, you know, cause Roman's got his own bloodline. So I don't know. That's just me, yeah. but Sammy will be champion at some point. Last point, Graham. Um, I guess from a nostalgic standpoint, uh, you know, if you see on, on IG, Cody Rose put up a picture of the old school winged title. I saw that. I think he, he was on the bump talking about it. And I mean, listen, to get rid of two belts, undisputed, heavyweight, this and that, combine the fucking belts already. Like if you if if we're if we're on that road to having one title for the world for for, for, for the world championship, if he brings back the wing eagle title, whether the original or like a modern day version of it, I'm all for it. You know, he was the guy that brought back the old school IC title. And knowing he's a very old school guy, dusty and everything, territories, um, I'm all for it. I think it's a, a good idea. Now, would, would the, the the young audience relate to that? Probably not. But I think it's the best belt they ever created. I think it's better than the, the big gold Ric Flair joint, uh, better than the spinner and every, every incarnation of championship belts they've had. Um, would you be a fan? Of that, if Cody brought back the wing eagle title, a thousand percent. I think it'd be great. I think it would fit his character perfectly. I know he wants to, like you said, he talked about it. Um, I feel like it'd be cool. Listen, he brought back that classic intercontinental championship once upon a time. That was that was Cody Rhodes, and we had that design for a very long time yeah. after that. Um, Could that yeah. that new title now, the new WWE title or new IC, oh, title? The IC title? I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not uh, as cool as the other one. I mean, nah. I mean, that's my opinion, but I know it's your opinion as well. That's the majority opinion, I think. Mm. You know, anything new is better is not necessarily true at all. Um, but yeah, I would hope he brings back the belt. There's a chance Triple H is a classic guy. Triple H is, you know, very vintage. Right. At the same time, I don't think it's a guarantee he brings back the belt because they know they love their fucking logo belts because you know when they send that shit to like the sports teams and stuff, uh, when they win the Super Bowl and the World Series, it's got a giant WWE logo on it. Yep. And they like that shit. You won't have that with the Winged Eagle. They weren't doing that 30, 40 years ago, the Winged Eagle Championship. I don't think they'll do that again, honestly. I don't think they would bring back that belt. For the Intercontinental title, it's one thing because it's a mid-card championship. You're not sending that to sports teams. They're spending this shit. To... Honestly, here's the thing, though. I think you can afford, if you have two world titles, I think you can afford to have one of them be the classic belt. And then, like, the universal title, if they want to keep, like, the WWE blue belt, whatever the fuck it is, that, that's fine. I think having two of the same belt, they got to switch it up. With Triple H being in charge, when they break the belts away, hopefully at some point, one of them will be different. You can't have the same design with a different color. That's That's been lazy for years, and the fact that it's been that way for seven years now is so fucking dumb. Um, they really have to switch it up and get a new belt. And hopefully that means Cody gets a new WWE belt, because I think that'd be awesome. On the night after Mania, oh, that'd be great. I know. I love it. I, I think that's the same thing that, that Stone Cold. The next night on Raw, brand new fucking belt. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I love it if, if they can bring just the middle part, the wing angle, but then you want to put the the plates on the side for the for the NFL teams and NBA yeah, teams or whatever yeah. plates. But you can modernize it, make yeah. it updated. I'm, I'm not saying bring back the one from 1989, but yeah, 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 you, yeah. you could, but. Um, I think it's a great idea. We'll see what happens. I think he's the guy to, to usher in that that kind of era of old school nostalgia. Uh, I mean, for your first title reign, what belt would you rather have? The one now, or the one from back in the day? I'll be a back in the day joint. So, mm -hmm. um, 
we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not gonna keep you any much longer. Find Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Uh, great work for both Bleacher Report and Fan Sided Daily DDT. Uh, what you got cooking up lately? I know you've been interviewing some people re- uh, recently. Yeah, a bunch of random people. Last week we had an interview with Kofi go up, breaking down his Royal Rumble spots, which he unfortunately fucked up again in the Rumble this year, which was a bummer. But mm. um, all of his past spots we talk about, and he gives me some inside stories on each of them that went up last week. Uh, my interview with L.A. Knight will be going up soon as well. X-Pac okay. I talked to last week. That'll be going up in a couple of weeks. Talking all about the NWO, his involvement at Raw 30 last week, and a bunch of other people. I spoke to uh, um, Bobby Lashley briefly over Rumble weekend. I spoke to the Prophets. I spoke to Bianca. Um, all of those will be going up in article and video form at some point in the next couple of weeks. I just got to find the time. So uh, keep an eye out for those in the weeks to come. All right, Graham Matthews again, Russell Rants on Twitter, myself, Randy J. Cruz, R A N D Y, letter J C R U Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on TikTok at two out of three falls pod. Give us a comment, rate, download, all that good stuff. Show some love and support for the program. Graham Matthews, my man, thank you. Always appreciate it. Thank you, brother. I'll catch you in the next one. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, adios. All right.